it's not a recapitulation. It's but it's it's the same scene right here yeah. that that happens with Dora and the flight again happens because there is this. It's an interrogation. Yeah, he does seem to be the pressure stuff. It, it reminds us, reminds I think reminds me I think of some of the stuff we were talking about with Lacan, like the precipitate. Like he's trying to hurry her to to yes. shake something out, right? And on his timeline, yeah. And it's you know it, it's it's this is a failed case for many reasons. It becomes generative, or later you know it becomes clarifying because like one, Freud increasingly has to be like, well, maybe actually I uh, my search for a singular event that I can pin down in the timeline for the germ of this malady when it first showed up, I, I can't, I can't pinpoint it or I, I rather I might through this badgering effort of trying to get the person to pinpoint it, literally trying to peel away the layers of difficult experiences while talking about like what she was or wasn't wearing and where exactly and what layers of her body she was touched, that this could actually have an adverse reaction. And Secondly, he doesn't seem to have a, as of yet, he has no theory of like resistance as a necessity of, of what technical resistance as in the technical psychoanalytic term as a resistance of free association in the course of the treatment as something that emerges through the talking, right? So mm-hmm. when she's like, well, actually, maybe it was this aria or maybe it was on this date or that date, he in this early moment is still like, oh, but what date was it really? Right. Instead yeah. of being like, yeah. well, what does it mean that you, you're struggling with this? What, yes. what does it do for us now? Yeah. And so she flees. Yeah, no, I, I think that's really well said. And and I think it's also interesting to see, like Freud has two goals, sort of. Like one is to alleviate this woman's suffering, right? Mm-hmm. I think we all generously believe that of Freud. Mm-hmm. But also like he needs to get answers to these questions he's asking about psychic yeah. agencies or mechanisms or whatever. And so there's this frustration there because he's like- Give me the answer. Give me the answer. Like, you're not just my patient. You're also sort of like my specimen or like, he's got to like, he can, he can only do his theorizing if these people give him the information he needs. And so I think you see him kind of getting a little frustrated. Well, there is that idea of like yielding, like yield to me so you can yield answers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think it's that dynamic that, that feels so, so ugly. You can feel, I almost wonder too, if part of it, you can feel his mounting anxiety, right? About, about two things, one theoretical and the other personal, right? The theoretical thing is like, I mean, his theory, he's even now, as he's talking about these adults, he's very invested in childhood development. Mm-hmm. And if he can't get a adult woman who is by all accounts, apart from her, you know, her hysterical symptoms, entirely rational and sophisticated and polyglot and you know, a career woman and all this type of stuff, if, she can, if he can't get her if you can't bring her to name with some degree of clarity what he thinks she should be able to do, namely a calendar-based timeline of when her condition started, how the hell can he possibly understand or ever get at the truth of what happened to the children that once, that his current other adult patients once were, right? So that (laughs) developmental theoretical problem, which is also a technical problem, seems to be really a cause of anxiety. And then also sort of lurking in the background here and not to entirely spoil this, right? But it seems like his desire to like, basically like, woman, why won't you give me this so I can heal you? What's going on here? Which then prompts her flight. It's hard not to think about that anxiety as being personally coded, both in terms of his desire to care for this person. And then she's frustrating him and frustrating his ambitions too. But also later when Freud's own self-analysis starts to make him question stuff that happened in his family or he can't answer these things about himself. Well, his answer to that 
is not literal flight from his clinical consulting room, but it's like epistemological flight, right? He runs away from it. 